social angels and welcome to the seventh episode of the social angel podcast i'm your host alina veyaneda and today's episode is all about the life of a student athlete and how to manage athletics and academics in college in this episode we're having our second special guest this season joining us is mc's very own kate perko kate thank you so much for joining us today can you tell us a little bit about yourself yeah thanks for having me i'm excited to be here um Especially as a comm major, it's fun to be in the podcast studio and kind of <laughs> see um, all of us coming together. But I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina originally, and I've been at Meredith all four years. I'm a senior about to graduate in next week, which is crazy. Um, but I've been a comm major here at Meredith with a concentration in PR and did a minor in professional writing and media. So that's been really fun and yeah I've played basketball for years so that's so nice I actually live in Clinton which is like 40 minutes from Fayville so yeah, yeah that's pretty close yeah but um again thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us today and now when Freya reached out to me about you being on the podcast I was so excited and I knew that it'd be a great opportunity to do um insight on the life of a student athlete For me personally, I'm on MADT, which is the Meredith Angels dance team, which is 100% less of the commitment and stress compared to being on an official team, but it's still such a good organization for those who want less of the commitment and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm so glad that you're able to help us gain some insight today on your point of view as an athlete. Since it's your senior year, I know that you know way more than me, (laughs) so I guess my first question for today is how long have you been playing your sport? Yeah, so I grew up playing sports. Both of my parents played college basketball. My mom played at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem. And my dad's from out west. He played at a small school out there. So I was definitely raised playing a lot of sports. I played soccer and volleyball in high school as well as basketball. And I was a big soccer player first and then kind of got burnt out on it. And so I started doing travel basketball like after my sophomore year of high school, which the travel basketball, that's it's called AAU, but it's like an insane thing. I mean, people start when they're like in middle school. So I was kind of late to the game, but I had played in high school and had worked with my parents and trainers and stuff. But yeah, since I was really little. Yeah, that is a very long time of playing. I used to play soccer, too. I Mm -hmm. did get very burnt out, and I did a lot of quitting and then getting back Mm -hmm. into it. But um, I was wondering, since we like to talk about different opportunities and such on the podcast, did you choose Meredith specifically because of athletic opportunities, or why else did you choose to complete your career here? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I think that um Meredith kind of checked a lot of boxes for me so it wasn't just like I want to come here to play basketball because I've had a lot of friends who I know who just selected their college for sport and then if you get injured or something happens COVID like which we couldn't have foreseen that but you want to be in a place where you feel like you have a good social environment and academics so I think Meredith kind of checked all of those boxes for me it wasn't per se one of those things I was like I'm gonna come here to do this it was just kind of like it fit a lot of different things I was looking for I wanted to be in a city so Raleigh's great a lot of my friends go to NC State um 
and I guess when I was a senior in high school, I had reached out to the Meredith coach, um, who's a different coach now, but um, my original coach that recruited me, um, Coach Quick, she had just started here, and I really liked what she was wanting to do with the program, and thought she had really good credentials, so I wanted to play for her, and I had a lot of friends in Fayetteville who came to Meredith, and loved the traditions, and all that kind of stuff, which I would say I'm kind of less into the traditions, (laughs) but it's still, it's still a good thing that Meredith has to offer for Mm -hmm. some people, but yeah, Meredith definitely just, like, checked a lot of things that I was looking for, so... I totally get that. I think just a year ago around this time, I was weighing down my options for college and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I mean, Meredith was clearly the top choice because they just there's just so much here. And so, I mean, like we're literally in a podcast suite right now. (laughs) So it's just really great opportunities. Mm -hmm. But um, now that you're so close to graduation, can you tell us a little bit about your entire college career and experience? Yeah, so. Do you want bas- just basketball career or just overall? Just kind of overall. Okay. Um, I mean, as anything you do for a long period of time, it's going to have some up and downs. Mm-hmm. And I think just the balance of being a student athlete, especially like during COVID, was really hard. Um, I, think, I think the transition to college is also a lot harder than I expected it to be. And no one really talks about that just like leaving home and I mean Meredith is also a smaller school so like not as many bigger like social opportunities as like some bigger universities and colleges my freshman year I got plugged into a ministry called Young Life and so I've been involved in that all four years and I've met a lot of friends um, mostly at NC State through that but that's been a really like consistent thing that's helped me in college like engage with people and develop like community outside of basketball which I think has been really helpful because especially now basketball is over and you know you want to look at your life and be like oh I still have like these things even without like this sport you know so it was definitely up and down for sure I think COVID was hard we had to be here um for basketball like fall of 2020 which that was like I mean spring 2020 and fall were hard but we had to be back here and living like on campus in order to practice. We had to practice with masks on, social distance, mm-hmm. and everyone was just scared that they're going to be the one to expose other people. Yeah. So that was hard. And, um, but again, through like getting plugged in with a community, I was able to still have some social engagement, meet really good friends, um, which has definitely helped to like carry me through. So, um, but yeah, um, that's kind of the gist. I don't know. Do you have any other like questions about the career? Um, it's hard to be really, sp- it's a very long, yeah. like I have a lot <laughs> that I could say like for four years, but, um, that's just great. Um, your career has been, had been off to a great start. Mm-hmm. COVID was just a challenge for everyone. I mean, it was so hard. And then for sports and just being a student athlete in general, I'm sure it made it a thousand times harder with masks and practicing mm-hmm. and everything. But um, though graduation is just coming up and your life is just getting started. Yeah. Um, one of my next questions did require a lot of reflection, but I was wondering how has sports changed your life or Mm -hmm. changed slash molded you as an individual? Yeah, that's a great question. I am definitely a big, like, 
believer that sports really do teach you a lot that is kind of hard to learn in other areas. Um, I think that especially being on a team, um, basketball is a team sport. Like I have to train myself, but I also have to do it keeping in mind of the other people that I'm working with. And so it's a very like selfless, has to be a selfless thing. So definitely teaches you a lot about humility, especially when a teammate calls you out on something or you get into a bigger little argument on the court and we all love each other and don't really take things personally, (laughs) but it is like definitely a thing that you have to, um, put yourself out there and do your best for yourself, but also more importantly for your team. Um, I think definitely like all the main things like work ethic, commitment, and um, just working hard for a goal are things that I've learned. And my parents were very big on being committed to something in high school. And even when I didn't want to go to practice, they said, <laughs> go, go to practice. And like, <laughs> like even when I was like, I really want to do this thing with my friends and, um it's like I made a commitment to play this travel sport and these people are depending on me and so I'm glad that they taught me like not to really take the easy way out um and just like show up and there's a lot of value in showing up and normally you feel better after you do it um but I think sports my faith is really important to me and so I've learned a lot about um just God and my relationship with him through sports and I think definitely when COVID happened was a big kind of like shift for me because my freshman year I had gotten like rookie of the week a few times, player of the week a few times. I think I set the score freshman scoring record at Meredith. I just had a lot of like personal success Mm -hmm. and then COVID happened, basketball ends, all these things are canceled. And I was just kind of like, wow, like, you know, this is eventually going to end like in a few years. And like, I don't want, my identity or my hope to be in this thing that's just going to end in a few years. So I think like after that going forward, I've definitely had a balanced approach of like, I'm going to work hard at this thing and do my best, but also my performance isn't like my identity and stuff like that. So I think that's been a good truth to like play on the last three years. And um, I think, I mean, it's also taught me a lot about, taking care of mental health on top of like training and physically working hard and just the balance there. Um, And yeah, at the end of the day, I think every athlete should have the perspective of like, this is eventually going to end and you're going to have to deal with that when it ends. So, um, which is, it's a lot, but yeah. So I think those are some of definitely the main things that it's taught me. So, Yeah. I do think that just being, in athletics in general, mm-hmm. whether you're play- doing it all your life or just getting into it, doing a couple seasons, it can teach you so much, whether it's like mm-hmm. leadership, teamwork skills, anything. So yeah. I really feel like just being in sports in general is very important, mm-hmm. whether you're really even into it or not. But um, this question isn't really on the agenda for today, but I yeah. do want to ask you, um, since I was on the dance team, mm-hmm. I would see you all the time just yeah. going at it um I was wondering uh what were the exact records that you broke and stuff like that I want to yeah. know <laughs> yeah so I think my freshman year I broke like the freshman scoring record so like out of all the freshmen I had yeah. scored the most points um 
I think other than that, I set the rebounding record. So I currently, I broke that this past year, and my coach, Megan Ron, she um, was the last person to hold that record. So I passed my coach, and (laughs) then I set a new record, like, I think the record I broke, it was like 700-something, and now I have like 1,000. So I'm hoping I put myself in a good position to hold that for ever. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I didn't break the scoring record. Um, I think I'm on like within the top five, but um, with COVID and stuff, technically I net. I only played, like, three and a half seasons versus, like, four. So whoever has (laughs) a scoring record, I guess, is, like, lucky that I didn't (laughs) get an extra. No, I'm kidding. But um, I think those are it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is great. That is – that's honestly amazing. I I didn't know all that, but I would always uh, follow Mm -hmm. the sports accounts. I always see your face everywhere. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean – Athletics requires a lot from an individual that's mm-hmm. often overlooked, and uh, even the mental health aspects, like, people really don't look at that, but um, all of those skills can be so beneficial yeah. to a student, even, like, you were talking about mm-hmm. time management, everything, mm-hmm. so thank you for sharing that with us yeah. um, now, because I'm curious, mm-hmm. what has been your favorite part about your athletic college career here at Meredith? Yeah, there's been definitely so many parts. There's, like, so many, like, little moments, like, Mm -hmm. bus rides with our teammates. And, like, especially our team this past year, we just had a really fun group of personalities, really fun freshmen who, like, especially as a senior, you know, freshmen keep you young. (laughs) And, like, it was just fun. um, Bus rides with them. And um we had a few overnight trips this past year. We went to Charleston, South Carolina, and we went to Nashville, Tennessee. So those were long trips, but we stopped at Bucky's a couple times this oh, season. Bucky's. So going to Bucky's with the team was fun, seeing what everyone would get. Um, I think also one of my favorite memories was from my freshman year. Um, we beat a couple, we had a couple big wins that year, and we beat. Shaw University, which is in Raleigh, and they're a Division II school, so they're a whole division Mm -hmm. above us, and they kind of, I think they expected us, or they expected to beat us, (laughs) and then um, one of my teammates, like, hit a buzzer beater at the end of the game to win. It was so fun. And then we also beat this team, Christopher Newport, and it was, like, the first time we'd ever beat them in our school history, which was really cool. Um, They... Their team actually this year, we played them this year, we did not win, but they went to the final four, or no, they went to the national championship of the Division Three women's basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. So they're a really, really good program, yeah. and they've always been really good. So for us, and I think the year that we beat them, they went to like the Sweet 16 or something. So that was a really big win. That was yeah. so fun. <laughs> so fun to celebrate that. But definitely so many fun memories. I mean, anything our team does together, we would – go to our coach's house for Thanksgiving and have, like, a big meal together. Um, We went to a haunted trail one year. Just, like, lots of – anything we do together as a group is normally, like, pretty fun. And just, like, (laughs) I think the memories, like, with the teammates. um, And my senior night was really fun, too. That was such a good memory. It had a lot of friends come and support and family, and they had this big cheering section – for both Michaela and I, which is the other senior. So it was a really sweet, like, last home game. So 
That's so great. Yeah. Um, that honestly sounds so amazing. <laughs> it's not always amazing. Yeah. There are plenty of, <laughs> but a lot of, lot of good memories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Being a part of the dance team allowed me to get super close to the team as well. Mm-hmm. And I always look forward to seeing my teammates. So I completely understand yeah. where you're coming from. Um, But since we're just talking about the big commitment of being a student athlete, what do you think has been the hardest part of being one? I think just balancing like all the pressure expectations on top of like having to take care of like your health, your body and your schoolwork, maintaining a social life. Like I remember before coming to college, someone had said like, okay, you're playing basketball. Like you have social life in school. You need to like, you can't like have like all three exactly which I would disagree with that. I think the Division three like, model of sports allows you to have school, like, balance your schoolwork, athletics, social life. Mm-hmm. So it also depends on your major because for communications, I know that, like, I have less, um, like, course requirements, I guess, than, like, ma- yeah. other majors. So it was pretty easy, like, not easy, but, like, I was able to reach a certain point where I didn't have to take as many credits, and I also came into school with credits, which was really, really helpful. Um, but, yeah, I also think just, like, the mental health game makes it really challenging sometimes, and I know for myself, like, my freshman year when I was recruited, my coach had told me, you know, you can be freshman of the year of our conference, and, like, you'll do really well at this level, and I came in, like, with these expectations and was, like, I need to, like, perform and I need to get, like, I need to do what I need to do, you know. So, and that was kind of before a lot of people were talking about mental health. So, that makes it a really, can make it a challenging thing for sure. Um, And we have a counseling center at Meredith, I know. I've been able, with, like, insurance and stuff, to see a um, a sports psychologist, which is specifically trained for like athletes. And we talk about like perfectionism and, um, I guess different things that I face, you know, being an athlete. So I think that not handling or not like, I guess, coping with mental health, sometimes it can really be detrimental to athletes. And I think that that's become a really big thing. So I'm glad more people are talking about it, but there's definitely a lot of expectations on student athletes to perform and to do all these things. So definitely being able to find a space where you can just talk to somebody or, you know, be like, I have, I'm have way too much on my plate. I need to just take a step back for a second is good. Yeah. My brother, he's always been Mm -hmm. um, into sports. His main sport is soccer and Mm -hmm. he's going to play, um, He's going D1 at Gardner-Webb oh, yeah. this upcoming year. And so just seeing everything that he's been through, um, mm-hmm. just kind of his whole sports career and stuff, especially in high school, it is very hard. Social aspect, mental health, everything, especially being a man as well. So yeah. I feel like mental health isn't really spoken about mm-hmm. when it comes to men and things like that. So just the sports psychologist, I did not know that was mm-hmm. a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. And I just found it online I mean we meet like online Mm -hmm. but yeah it's nice to talk to somebody it's like specifically for 
I mean, we talk about other things, but still, like, that's where she's, like, trained, mm-hmm. I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. And then just with, like, the long hours of practice and then traveling yeah. and missing classes, how mm-hmm. are you able to maintain good grades while doing athletics? Yeah. Um, I honestly don't think that I ran into many, like, scheduling conflicts with, like, traveling, which was really nice. Um, There's also just, like, so many good resources to help athletes, and Mm -hmm. I know, like, um, we have a faculty athletics representative. Every university does, so it's actually Alan Buck in the comm department. So there's one faculty athletics representative. They're called the FAR, F-A-R, whatever, Um, and so basically they're kind of the liaison between student-athletes and teachers like faculty and stuff and so if there's a professor giving us trouble if we have to miss class and they're not giving us our excused absence because we have these letters that are like it has to be an excused absence he will step in and like advocate for us so there are like a lot of tools and resources to help like benefit student athletes um, when we do have to miss class or something comes up and related to our sport so that's really helpful. Um, I didn't, again, I didn't run into that much because I was able to, I think, take a lot of classes that were earlier in the day, so it didn't affect it. But um, definitely all the professors I had were really understanding. Um, I also, I mean, with COVID and stuff, that was all on, there was a period where it was like all online class, so mm-hmm. it didn't really matter. Yeah. But <laughs> I think for me, just planning ahead was huge, knowing like, when you have practice, I mean, that's at least three to four hours out of your evening. If you have weights, that's an hour in the day. So just kind of like looking at the whole semester, I make a Google sheet plan out when I have due dates and kind of just have to plan ahead, um, especially during season, knowing like I don't want to be working on this paper while I'm on the bus at 11 yeah. o'clock at night. I'm going to have it done before the game. So um, planning ahead – I use the learning center a lot my freshman and sophomore year, just going to extra help with teachers. And I think something that I had heard from a coach was just going out of my way, my like first day of class and introducing myself to my teachers and saying, Hey, I'm a student athlete. Like I might have to miss class. and just want to let you know, but just going out of your way to meet them, get to know them, which at Meredith, we already have like a kind of more personal relationship with our teachers, which is really nice. Um, But I think kind of just like taking those extra steps to show you're kind of a leader on campus and, you know, you value your professors. Um, But yeah, there's just like a lot of little things that I think helped me along the way. But I think time management is like a big one and just kind of planning ahead, looking at due dates, knowing, you know, when you want to get them done um, just kind of sets you up best for success at the end, I think. Yeah, I definitely think that time management is a main key um, as a student, regardless of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if you could share um, some tips for student an- athletes entering college, whether that be like applications or just straight advice that you use. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts <laughs> for that one. But yeah, just any student athlete entering college, um, I think like, Honestly, kind of, I would probably take some things that I've already mentioned, but yeah, um, I think just asking, don't be afraid to ask for help, whether it's from your professors, your coach, or um, 
like for yourself, like your mental health, your physical health, um, your professors, your coaches, your athletic trainers, all of their jobs are like technically like for the students' benefit. Like they're there to like, I mean, they're there to do their job, yeah. but they're really there, you're there like to serve students and student athletes and to like help build them up to like leave college and enter like the real world, like a better student, a person, a learner. So they are there to help you in it. Like obviously unless it's like a toxic coach situation yeah. or something <laughs> like, you know, maybe another person, but like they are supposed to be there to help you. Mm-hmm. And so don't be afraid to ask for help. And like, you're never going to be the only one. Yeah. Like it might take someone else. It might take you like to speak up first about like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. So, um, and definitely don't be afraid to ask for help or ask for whatever you might need. Um, I would say like find something outside of your sport that makes you happy or like makes you excited to go to. Like I know having Young Life for me was like a really good outlet to go to like weekly when I could and certain people that I would see that I normally wouldn't see on like a regular day-to-day basis. And so that was something that was really good for me to continue to go to um, and to build outside of basketball so that like I still have all those friends and all of that community now and basketball's over. I mean, I still have great friends with all my teammates and, and whatnot, but definitely finding some other hobby outside of your sport that you can just like, kind of zen and be <laughs> yeah. like chill, you know? Um, yeah, just doing that, taking time for yourself. Um, and I also think doing things with the end in mind is also kind of a good mindset of knowing like, okay, this is going to end one day. It might not be for like four years until it's over, but, um, I think just like appreciating the season for what it is and, there's so many days where, like, Michaela and I, she's this, our other senior, are like, we signed up for this. We're, like, especially for Division Three, we're not on scholarship money. Like, we're choosing to, like, be here. Yeah. And we're like, we signed up for this. I don't feel like it today, but we're going to go. Like, you don't really have a choice, yeah. but it's like, um, and, you know, as a senior, I mean, there were five girls my freshman year in my class, and we finished with two so not everybody made it all the way to the end, which normally happens, especially at Division Three. But I think, you know, looking back, I'm really glad that I stayed dedicated. And um, it's, I think, I mean, depending on the situation, it's worth it in the end, you know, to yeah. work really hard for something and get to the end. So work hard, a, a quote that I love um, from Kobe Bryant, he, I think it's more relatable to like games, but he says like rest at the end, not in the middle. So like work hard all the way through. And then when you're done, you get to rest yeah. and stuff. Obviously rest. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like more for like game purposes, but like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think just like working hard. Um, Cause you want to look back and be like, yeah, I gave all that I could. Yeah. That's a really satisfying thing to be like, I did what I could do. Of course. Yeah. I love that. And mm-hmm. I mean, to our listeners out there, I hope that you truly take the advice and learn to benefit from it. Um, after high school and my first year in college, I wish I had more advice from upperclassmen or students around mm-hmm. my age to reflect off of. Um, but now that we're coming to an end, could you tell us some of your future plans or anything, any dreams or anything that you have for after graduation? Yeah. So in August, I'm actually starting a nine month 
fellowship program. I'll be moving to the D.C. area. So the program, it's kind of complicated to explain, but (laughs) um, I'll do my best. It's called the Fellows Program, and it's a kind of like a discipleship-based program. Um, I'll be working an internship and also taking graduate-level seminary class and doing community service, and the program is is through a church in the area. And so I'll be living with a host family from the church, um, but there's also other fellows in the program as well, like my age, so there'll be like 10 other people. Um, and the objective is just co- to teach you postgraduate um, how to like use, you know, grow in your faith, work, and live in community, serve, kind of like building those rhythms um, so that after the program you can be more equipped to do that um, in the real world. So I'm really excited for what that's going to look like. I have family in that area, so I'm, yeah, just excited um, for what I'm going to learn and the people I'm going to meet. And, yeah, that's kind of what the next nine months will look like, August to May. Um, And then after that I'll kind of see dreams-wise. I'm definitely just – thinking about different things I feel passionate about and love basketball, women's sports, and could I maybe see myself working in something in that capacity? Um, I love nonprofits, and so we'll see what kind of work. I'm still figuring out where I'm going to be placed for my internship for the program, so um, hoping it'll be something in those realms. But, um, But, yeah, just... I feel like in a phase, you know, some people, when you get to senior year, you're going to have adults that are like, you need to have it all figured out and you need to know what you're (laughs) going to do. And then you'll have adults that are like, I still don't know what I want to do. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, just like tell me what I need to do. (laughs) But I think, you know, I've definitely realized it's okay to like be in a phase of like self-exploration and like, what am I really passionate about? What do I like? want to contribute to the world and stuff and you do not have to have that figured out when you're 21 22 so um I mean it's good to have like maybe an idea and like try things and fail Mm -hmm. I mean that's okay people you know I feel like we don't do that enough anymore we just want to like tie everything up in a bow and be like this is perfect (laughs) but it's like normally not like that you know so trial and error um figuring out and it's okay so I'm excited though yeah I uh, we all wish you the best of Thank luck you. on your amazing journey. I totally agree with that though. Just you don't have to know everything right now. No. I don't even know like years from now. I know that I'm just going to be like jumping from thing to thing after graduation. That's just how and I've always that's been. That's okay. Yeah, and that's 100% okay. But But again, thank you so much for joining us today, and it was so great to meet you. For our student-athletes, we hope you gained a lot from this episode. And in order to close us out today, we also have a quote. As Coach Carter once said, student-athletes, student comes first. Thank you guys so much for listening to the seventh episode of The Social Angel, and thank you for tuning in, Kate. If you like the podcast, feel free to follow our Instagram along with the Meredith College Student Media socials to stay updated and know when the new episodes come out. If you'd like to get to know me a little more or have any questions, you can also follow me on my personal socials at Alina Lisset or my photography page at Shop by Alina. Well, that's all we have for you this episode. We hope you have an amazing day, and as always... 
We'll, we'll see, see you, angels, later. later.